1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Three Questions Podcast. We do this every week, every Thursday morning at 9.30 Mountain Time. I'm Pam Myers with Pam Myers Social Media. My wonderful co-host is Erica Yocum with Virtual Personal (laughs) Personal (laughs) Assistant. Uh, And every week we have a guest on the show that talks about their New Mexico business and it gives them a chance to share information about how they have gone through the past year, year and a half. Um, So good morning, Shauna. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now your company is now the Wedding Collective NM, right? Yes, that's Um, correct. And before that, do you want to say before that you were under the can I say that you were under the perfect wedding God? I kind of just put it out there. so
2: Absolutely. I feel like that's kind of what people have known from the last 16 years of our brand, but we went yeah. through a complete rebrand as to what our vision is and as we move forward as wedding collective.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's wonderful and I mean I, I hope it's working really well for you. that's like I've attended a meeting and it's been really well attended and I was very impressed. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm glad you came. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so the first, the uh, the first question really is, and, and I'm sure you have a lot to say to this: is what have you learned about your business, your whole business model, and everything during all of this?
2: Yeah. As far as our business model, I definitely have learned that we work with such an amazing community of wedding creatives, businesses that actually are really good at pivoting because when mass gatherings basically halted because of a pandemic and weddings couldn't take place, to see all of these small businesses kind of rally together, support each other, um, find creative ways to do mini monies, micro weddings, elopements, um, and keep um, the option for couples to still tie tie the knot and still move on with their lives and be able to actually get married. So I've definitely learned that we work in an industry, which I thought, which was super scary, that was going to completely shut down a lot of businesses. Um, it was actually quite the opposite to see so many people thriving. Um, I mean, we still you know, have seen a lot that couldn't pivot, but probably seeing the majority really just kind of um, challenge themselves and offer new products and services, modify their packages, um, have a lot of grace and flexibility with rescheduling, postponing, refunding deposits for weddings. So I definitely learned I work in an awesome industry, that's for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. So you said a whole bunch of uh, interesting terms there. I want some definitions. Mini-money. Yes.
2: (laughs) Um, Okay. So there's like micro-wedding and mini-money. So um, Basically, elopements is technically um, the the couple plus the officiant and maybe some witnesses, um, and then uh, mini monies are basically like less than ten people. Micro weddings are less than fifty. Um, so those are kind of some of the different things that we've been seeing in terms of like limitations with mass gatherings in New Mexico. So um, whereas like the normal, more traditional average size of a wedding is about like one thirty to one eighty. Um, is where we tend to see a lot of kind of larger celebrations. Um, yeah. I would be so screwed. I don't even know if I know
0: 180 people. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> it's true. I feel like I it's going go to I by a wedding. <laughs> I got to put butts in seats. I mean. <laughs> it's true. Well, you'll actually
2: be surprised on how many people want to bring dates and kids know. and extended family. And like all of a sudden your mom wants to invite the neighbor that you guys grew up around. I don't know. It just. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, it's the crazy family that just totally like throws a wrench in it. But so many couples are so excited, um, weirdly, to get married in in the middle of COVID because they could, they had the excuse of not inviting everybody or paying for them.
0: (laughs) That's my kind of people. Right? (laughs) I am like that. Right. Oh, darn. Right. have Aunt Edna and her (laughs) obnoxious son show up at our wedding who wants to talk about his baseball card collection for three and a half hours yeah (laughs) yeah i could see that right right it's like oh darn they can't travel right now and so you know right yeah yeah it's oh getting to have that private you know really cool little small wedding it'd be perfectly excused for having it that's yeah, that is kind of like having it handed to you on a plate, isn't
2: it? Really? It's really cool too, just because they, uh, they would spend more money on food and booze and like, they were able to make it a much more like unique creative experience than if they had, you know, 200 people in a ballroom at, you know, a resort or a casino. And so um, right. being able to do these like super funky, like cool weddings um, and be able to still have their vendors kind of show up and be a part of it while still kind of being compliant with, um, all of the regulations, and restrictions, and you know COVID safe practices and stuff. So I thought so. With your initial question, I think what I've learned definitely is um, that so many small businesses are were willing to rise to the challenge um, and support each other and feed off of each other. We have like all these different Facebook groups and community um, conversations that were taking place on just providing each other feedback, how they're handling contracts, how they're handling rescheduling and postponements and availability, and then lack of staffing and maybe even lack of flowers being available because they're coming from other states. So all these like weird things, people being able to support each other. That's what has made me fall in love with New Mexico all over again.
0: That is very cool. And that we've that That's probably one of the things that we've seen repeatedly over and over I, I, and I say it every time is you know that necessity is the mother of invention, so these <laughs> these creative ways to get around issues and problems or look at it from a different way and go, "Well, if we did it like this, right you know, and we can, we could can still make this happen I know that's that's it's been very very, very interesting and eye opening to to see how people get creative and figure right. those things out well, So I yeah. bet those groups are fun to get in there. Do you, do you get in there and you go, I never thought of that, right? Okay. Right,
2: well, and a lot of times because we tend to be more on like the marketing media side of the wedding industry. Um, and so being able to kind of be a fly on the wall with these conversations that were kind of taking place and um, wow. and then just like the random phone calls or the emails that I get, I'm like, oh, you know kind of hearing their concerns and us trying to figure out, okay, who can we connect them with to kind of make this happen? or sharing resources and borrowing equipment, borrowing, um, you know, even seeing people kind of second shoot weddings for each other because they needed an extra photographer, an extra set of hands. It was, it was super cool to kind of see that evolve. Wow.
1: Very That's cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and really. I mean, tell me, tell me if you, if I'm off on this Shauna, but uh, planners have been for years recommending to clients with small budgets that they do a scale back, version, right? Don't invite the entire world to your wedding, but then, you know, have a, have a beautiful ceremony and then have a party afterwards instead of a full blown wedding reception, because that can save you a ton of money. And I think COVID just kind of exacerbated that. Would you agree or? Absolutely. I definitely feel
2: like, um, yeah, just cost of doing a wedding kind of changed a little bit too, just with limited resources and stuff. But, um, yeah, I definitely think it gave kind of these couples the the opportunity to really kind of cut back, have you know, amazing weddings, amazing photos, um, and spend money where they really want to spend the money without because I mean the easiest way to save money is to cut your guest list because of food and favors and you know, seats and linens and tables
1: and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Cool. It, it, it can get very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you
0: have like, you have the, the people show up at your wedding. This is my first wedding. People show up at your wedding and you have no clue who they are because the, the new father-in-law invited the golf buddy. Right. Because, Hey, he's paying for it. He's going to, he doesn't care. And he's going to invite whoever he wants. And you're standing there in your own wedding going, who is that? Yeah. Yeah, And you give them like the obligatory, like hug or handshake. Can you imagine it back in those days? Ew. God, I just keep straight out. Yeah. Right now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. now it's
2: even like more awkward because people are wearing masks. And so you're like, I'm staring at your eyes and I'm really trying to figure out who you are. And then they <laughs> dyed their hair, gained 10 pounds or whatever since COVID. And so yeah,
0: it's it's awkward.
1: That's funny.
0: <laughs> so so what what changes have you had to make? What in your in your yeah. business? We oh my goodness. Work? Okay. So, <laughs> from get-go, right.
2: so from the get go, so I actually have our, um, our little portable, um, magazine. Um, that was the first thing it was like, okay, we had just printed our spring, summer, 2020 magazine COVID hit. Okay. Now I've got a garage full of all these, like at 10,000 magazines ready to hit the streets and all of the locations shut down, coffee shops, breweries, gown stores, floral, you know. Everybody goes into quarantine. So immediately we just start hitting up our social media, everybody register, order a free copy of the magazine. We just mailed them out. And so we basically went through batches of um, just constantly mass mass mailing. So it did create a lot of extra cost and postage and packaging. And my staff was all working from home. So I was also bringing in my 13-year-old son and my daughter to come in and, like, help me package magazines. And so I'm like, hey, guys, we're doing virtual school. Here, let's turn on some Netflix while we work on <laughs> packaging
0: up magazines. And so it was it was an adventure. So that was probably
2: the first thing. Um, the second you turn thing, on, like,
0: Vikings, and you let that run in the background. And then you, <laughs> pa- you count that as education because <laughs> they are learning about the Viking culture. Oh, okay. oh mom i've got all the tricks if you have questions i know how to figure that stuff out so
1: anyway.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but
2: like the more i kind of thought about it and we have continued that process so as our business like we still so we're we're back out with locations being open we're back distributing our magazines all over albuquerque and santa fe with our um our distribution manager one of our team members okay. is out doing that um, but we're also continuing the the mass mailings and magazines because what we found is when they receive them in the mail, they're more likely to use them. They're more likely to um, mm-hmm. get inspired by all the New Mexico content, New Mexico vendors. So it's been a lot more impactful for all the vendors that we support in our community. So I've loved that because we're getting it directly to their mailbox, directly to their door. Um, as you know, they're probably checking their mail every day because everybody was like Amazoning everything, groceries, you know. Right. So, Um, It was a lot more impactful during that time, Um, but with our website, our website traffic. So when we switched over from um, a perfect wedding guide licensee, we branched off. We said, okay, we have a whole new vision. It's more about community based marketing. It's more about um, how we work together um, versus traditional advertising. Um, basically through kind of that whole process. I mean, our website traffic amidst COVID was through the roof compared to what it was when we were part of Perfect Wedding Guide. And so it is because Mm -hmm. everybody was at home shopping around trying to figure out what to do with their wedding. And a lot of times it could be that they were reaching out to their businesses. They were trying to figure out, can we get married? Um, That was probably the constant random phone call or social media kind of message that we would get on Instagram or Facebook was, you know, what is the mass gathering limit? Can I get married, you know, coming up in October of 2020? And of course it's like, we know as much as you know. So um, that was a hard question to answer, but we just tried providing as much resources um, to at least help them make informed decisions about rescheduling, postponing, or taking it down to less than like five people or 10 people
0: based upon the restrictions at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Which can change
0: um, like yeah. literally the day before your wedding, you know, it-
2: I know. I'm like, um, you're getting like the governor's notices as much as we are. So I'm like, I mean, we can help you. Like once we, it was almost like every, what was it? Thursday or whenever she would make announcements. It was like, okay, let's, I would see the Facebook group kind of, you know, conversations kind of figuring out, okay, like what's next? Like, what do we need to do next? Because now we have another couple of weeks of like the lockdown or whatever. Um, And then the other part of our business, so vendor mixers, we do a lot of like networking events, events to basically get together, have that FaceTime, get to know the people that we like, trust, want to refer. So we started uh, just doing a ton of Zoom kind of meetups. And so um, that was just, I mean, it's less personal, but it was a lot more fun. We'd play a lot of like um, old school popcorn as we'd call on each other on the Zoom call. And so um, we played uh, just some fun things to kind of uh, stay in touch with each other and mm-hmm. also hear each other's concerns, kind of talk through the emotional roller coaster that everybody's going through with, you know, everybody's businesses and their, their paychecks being affected by lack of weddings being able to take place. Mm-hmm. So just kind of the whole gig economy, but, mm-hmm. um,
0: and then the, the, of, is- uh, the Zoom, uh, bingo, It's it's like a bingo card and it says, you know, like, can everyone hear me? Can you see the slides? We're just waiting for it. And you put like a paper clip on each one as it said through Zoom meeting. Oh, we should have totally. Right? I just saw that the other day. I thought that was brilliant. And it's a mouse pad, right? Because we're all doing it so often. Right. It's true. And my favorite
2: is like somebody will start talking and it's like, wait, you're on mute. We can't hear you.
0: Yeah, that's one of them. (laughs) Yes. That's, yeah, that's one of them is the you know, can, yeah. Kevin yeah. you're on mute or the ones yeah. that aren't on mute those were my favorite when this whole thing started the <laughs> videos of people learn, like learning how to use zoom and you know go to the bathroom with their laptop on the, with them because it oh, right.
2: I got really good at like the the mute all upon entry setting yes
0: <laughs> you've learn that stuff in today's uh, the, yes yeah
2: yes and then like manually unmuting them when they try to start talking
0: but
2: um and then <laughs> The other part was wedding shows, which are basically trade shows for weddings. And we would traditionally host for years. So that became a little bit kind of um, of a struggle trying to figure out. Because usually um, a lot of our vendors will reserve their booths and uh, be a part of it many months ahead of time. And so we were like, okay, we got to cancel this one. Let's postpone it. Um, so we finally were able to <laughs> do so much research and calling other. Um, I called a wedding magazine out of Idaho. I called... Um, Uh, one that was very similar to our business model in Kansas City. And so I was really just kind of talking to others kind of in other states and other markets to kind of figure out how are these virtual wedding shows? And so I kind of learned Mm -hmm. that the way that they were doing virtual wedding shows were not successful with all the feedback and stuff that they were kind of giving me, Mm -hmm. um, just because it was that lack of personalization. It was that um, and it was basically like a Zoom platform. Um, it was a di- there's different platforms that host these types of virtual trade shows, but um, it was it was different than the whole purpose of a of, a, of an event, and an expo that you walk around is to right. meet people, to touch flowers, to taste cake, to to hear you know a violinist, um, you know all of that kind of fun, pretty stuff, um, and that was lacking. And so we we did our own version of a virtual show in February of 2021 this year. And so we did kind of this whole drive by our office. We were standing out at the curb doing a swag bag pickup with lots of like coupons and samples and Biscuititos and all kinds of like fun stuff that was very like New Mexico inspired um, with mm-hmm. a little like um, a little like overview of all of our participating vendors and the coupons that they were offering that day to encourage them to um, So we had a specific, like, virtual page set up on our website, um, and with that, we actually sent a videographer that we partnered with out to all of these different um, vendors that were a part of it. Um, specifically, one of them was a gown shop, and so they did an in. Um, so, of course, like, I couldn't go because you can only have so many people in the store at a time, and so um, the videographer went and basically did, like, an in-store fashion show filmed all of it, made it almost like a movie trailer. We uploaded it to the website, and we did that with all of our vendors. And it took us several weeks to kind of pull it off in terms of getting all that video content, which is also basically mini commercials that they can now
0: use forever. Exactly. What a great idea. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It
2: was like so stressful, but we, I mean, December, January, last year, we just kind of, you know, hustled and just made it happen. And if if the vendor didn't have like a storefront or an office, they were more of a home-based business. Um, we would kind of partner them up with another studio where they would do more on-camera interviews, kind of sharing their business, sharing their floral design, sharing their passion for weddings, photography, whatever it is. And it was more of a get-to-know-the-business kind of interview.
0: Mm-hmm. And then,
2: yeah, so we uploaded all those videos onto a one page on our website, and that, that's basically where we sent all the traffic. Um, we still sold tickets to engaged couples to come be a part of it, which included the swag bag pickup that morning, and then and all the coupons and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then we did a scavenger hunt where they had to basically go through, watch videos, answer questions, and then we had like tap to text so they can start texting with the vendors in the moment. And we had all the vendors on standby from 1 to 4 p.m. that day and so yeah. it was wow really,
1: yeah
2: it was just a different like way of doing it but it was more like let's <laughs> get without us all
0: sitting on like a weird awkward zoom thing mm-hmm. oh um, it's brilliant it's much yeah. more interactive and you've got really?
1: people you yeah. know going
0: through the bat you know going through the yeah the scavenger hunt that's like wow that's a yeah. brilliant good idea
1: I, great idea yeah, yeah.
2: really fun so that was I guess like one thing that we did and then um we also started um well it was meant to launch in march of 2020 and so of course we canceled it the week before because of kind of the shutdown um is called our Wed talks conference but it's ted talk style all day conference um,
0: that's cool. i like
2: that <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so i was so bummed because we had everything like impeccably like um worked out nine speakers mm. 20 minute segments we were going to do a taco bar all this stuff at sheraton uptown We had to cancel it, of course. So we postponed it. We were going to try to do it in August of 2020 thinking, oh yeah, let's flatten the curve. We'll get back to doing business again soon. And of course that didn't happen. And so we we finally pulled it off in March of 2021, which we, um, so again, we kind of went off of that February 2021 virtual show idea. And I was like, okay, I don't want to postpone another year of being able to host this Lit Talks conference. All of our speakers were literally ready to go. I mean, they've already written their speeches, they've already, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the floral company that was going to do this like gorgeous backdrop on the stage for us, um, I actually had them meet and set up a backdrop at Sheraton Uptown, which is our original venue. And they allowed us to use a ballroom. And so um, they set up their kind of floral backdrop. It was really pretty. Um, and then, because we at that time you could only have five people together at a time. And so that same videographer that we partnered with, um, basically we pre-recorded all of the presentations this twenty-minute segment kind of TED talk. What uh, wedding-specific business? Um, Kind of um, inspiration and leadership and sales strategies and kind of all of our topics that we were covering. We pre recorded everything and then we did jump on because we had 80 vendors that were joining us for the day in March of 2021. And we basically had them watch the videos together. And it was crazy because our chat box, like people were asking in real time because the speakers were on the Zoom call, but since it was pre recorded, they were able to interact with all of the guests. And so they were like asking questions in the chat box and um, like while they were, you know, bringing up all their stuff. So it, it felt so like, um, I mean, it was a different experience because we weren't able to sit down and like be together like all day for a conference. But, um, so it was definitely kind of like a nice, uh, second way of doing it per se. Right. Nice. Right.
1: Back- yeah. 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 It, it sounds like, uh, it was a great, it sounds like it was the perfect way to kind of adapt to whatever, to how you needed to get through it, but still be successful and, and, Informative for everybody and keep exactly. everybody. Exactly, adaptation way. skills brought right. up. Yes. I'm, right. Right. Yeah. I'm impressed. Well, and, and
2: those nine speakers, I mean, they even modified before they pre recorded it, they modified some of their strategies to reflect what was going on with the pandemic and how to move forward as a business. And so, if anything, everybody in March of 2021 was able to be like, okay, I can do this, I can jump back out there it's eventually, the pandemic is eventually not going to end, but it's eventually going to get better to where we can be back to doing business the way that we have truly intended on doing our businesses. And so um, so I feel like it was just this boost of morale for everybody to feel like, okay, we're eventually going to come out of this. We want to be prepared, we want to be knowledgeable, and we want to be creative and ready to take things to the next level. So um, yes, so that was a lot of work, but I'm, I'm glad we hopefully
0: don't have to do that anymore, but we'll <laughs> be ready if we have to. <laughs> But yeah, since you've already yeah. done it, you've already built mm-hmm. that. I, and I'm, I'm thinking of the, the videos and stuff that you did for those vendors. Like you said, that's stuff that they can use right. forever and, and, yeah. you know, and put on their website and refer back mm-hmm. to you. And I, like I mean, that's brilliant that I just, I'm very impressed mm-hmm. oh, okay. with with how you guys met. I mean, see, this is the stuff, this is why we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. To learn these kind of things and go, I would that's funny. And even I personally would never even have thought of that. So that's (laughs) amazing that you and you pulled it off and had success and Mm -hmm. are thriving in this time. That's amazing.
1: That's
0: kind of mind-blowing.
1: And helping all those independent business owners, that's that's huge. The benefit must (laughs) have been for them to be able to still get the word out, get their you know, voices heard, that kind of thing. Sean, yeah. what was your biggest takeaway from everything that's happened in the past during this whole you know, pandemic? So yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I guess that, what? I mean, so much like kind of a response, my biggest takeaway for sure is that, um, yeah, I feel like as long as you just put, I guess not sitting back and waiting for things to kind of get better or happen Mm -hmm. for you. Um, I feel like, you know, just jumping out there, brainstorming, getting super creative, thinking outside the box, um, looking at what other tools and resources are out there that we can take advantage of, like social media, like online traffic, and I think one of the things that made me so grateful was the fact that we um, we do kind of have, we don't have all of our eggs in one basket in terms of um, just, you know, in-person events or just a magazine, being able to have that online community, being able to have the social media influence. I mean, that completely supported us getting those ticket sales for the virtual show and then encouraging our vendors to trust in us and doing a virtual conference and buying a ticket for it. And so um, I think that's what I kind of learned is that, you know, sometimes you just got to see what other options are out there. And also um, there's been many times that just through Zoom calls and different, you know, I've been so inspired by other people and things that they were doing to to, um, to pivot their business and being so willing to share um, additional features of like um, how to use different aspects of like Zoom, for example, um, mm-hmm. just kind of. Talking to other people, I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Okay, cool. Show me how to do that. And so leaning on each other and learning all of these things when we may not necessarily be super tech savvy. Um, so I've wow. i loved that as well, like learning.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah, I commend you for your the whole your whole uh, marketing concept of getting through this past year and a half. It's it's pretty impressive, mm-hmm. really. Great. Especially, job. I mean, because it, yeah. it it is such a you're such a people-centered,
0: people-centric yeah. business, of course. You're, mm-hmm. you're, it doesn't get more personal than a wedding. So. I know. <laughs> yes. I've also uh,
2: learned that, like, people who can quarantine together are probably going to definitely last in terms of getting engaged, getting married. So, Because <laughs> like, we've heard those
0: horror stories, too, right? Like, he's huge. Yeah. So loud. I didn't wow. hear it. I'm not used to being around eight <laughs> hours a day. And I, I'm ready to kill him. That, that, that's yes, awesome. yeah.
2: uh, I read a, an article in the New York Times. This is several months ago, but it was saying something about how a lot of jewelry companies, they're actually getting, they have like a 21% increase in purchases of. Um, engagement rings. And it was because people were realizing if they've been in a relationship living, because there's so many non-traditional couples these days living together, um, you know, for years before they decide whether or not they actually want to get married or if marriage is for them kind of thing. But um, so many of them tied the knot because they felt like, you know, we've, we've been together two or three years living together. I feel like you're the person for me. So it almost like reassured them that if they can make it through this, they can make it through anything. And that tying the knot is you know, probably one of the best ways to move forward for them. And so um, I thought that was so cool for like all these jewelry companies. And so now how it's affecting us locally, which is crazy as we talk about moving forward, is that um, so I'll share some statistics. But basically, on average, in kind of the Albuquerque metro area, we usually have about four to five thousand weddings per year in 2020, we had about 2000. Um, so people are still getting married. It definitely cut more than half, but, um, as we, for 2021, we're having about 4,000 weddings kind of as we finish out this year, but for 2022, we're going to have over 7,000 weddings taking place this next year.
1: Wow. Just for the album. Wow.
2: Yeah. So Talk about like all the rescheduling, the postponements, and then we're hitting engagement season right now, which is basically when people pop the question during the holidays and Valentine's Day, New Year's, all of that. Um, we're going to probably see, I mean, even more just because it's all the n- new, newly engaged, plus all the people who postponed and rescheduled and are finally ready to like get married. It's going to be crazy this next year.
0: So this is our
1: generation's baby boom. Fantastic. Yes.
0: Yeah. Right? and I mean, I, i'm just thinking i'm just saying yeah. you know because it's all of a sudden people are like <laughs> like you said let's do it let's what are we waiting for let's let's yeah. get it done and and then right. oh, wow this whole glut of oh, wow that's that's amazing right? it's funny i'm it kind of blown away by that yeah one of my best friends she's a she's a doc she's
2: an OBGYN, so she delivers babies and so we we've been laughing about it all during this pandemic that um, well, there's probably going to be a lot of baby boom because there might be some teen pregnancies because of, you know, virtual school and being home and all of that. Um, so there's going to be a lot of that that she's seeing right now, as far as delivering a lot of those babies. But then there's also going to be the people who are getting married and all of a sudden we are going to see that baby boom. And so she's going to be super busy next year as well, probably.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The repercussions, right?
0: Wow. I know at least one couple who said, well, if we're going to be locked down, now we let's let's have the second baby that we've been kind of waffling on. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we have to be here anyway. Right. Let's just throw that in there too, and I was like, I don't know if that would have been my response, but I'm mean, gonna get it. But yeah, but, yeah, yeah, right. But, yeah. You know, hey, they're younger than me. They can deal with it. They're yeah. Everybody's <laughs> embracing change in a different way.
1: Right. Right.
0: Like everybody ran out and got a dog. You know? Yeah. I know
1: yeah well shauna thank you so much for being a guest on this the is podcast, right? yeah this has is- yeah, been mm-hmm. lots of fun great conversation really uh, interesting
0: yeah, yeah really interesting yeah. so for <laughs> folks when they reach out to you and they want to find out more information how should they do that yes the easiest
2: is wedding collective nm.com um connecting with us there through social media order a free copy of our magazine Um, connect with all the wedding businesses that we love support and endorse all here locally within New Mexico. So um, yeah, just jump on the website. We also have a mobile app that you can download and utilize as well. So weddingcollectiveinnem.com. Awesome. Very cool.
1: Thank you. Yeah. We can connect people that want to shop local and keep their business local. So that's great. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. This was really informative and very invigorating just, just to, I love all the, 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 all the ideas that people come up with is your, this is great stuff.
1: Yeah, it is. Thanks for having yeah. me. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Thanks everybody
1: for joining us this week. We will see you again next Thursday.
0: Bye. <laughs> what does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch that gadget you've been eyeing a night out with the fellas with your premise perks, checking account. You get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees.
2: With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.